Welcome to Split Screen Gaming Podcast coverage of the Paris Games Week PlayStation Media Conference live from Radio City Music Hall with your special guest, <laughs> Nassim Pedra. <laughs> and also, Chad Michael Linus. And finally, and featuring Holden oh. DePardo. It's just, I just, just hold him. It's just also Nassim Pedrad is dead and won't be joining us today. <laughs> Everybody, what a showcase! Pre-show, regular show, after the show today, me just being good. What a show, Holden. Well, I think that's the tone. General, what do you think? There was some cool stuff, but I actually think I was kind of let down, minus some highlight moments. There were some high peaks with some equally low valleys, I think. Here's my my top level. For a Paris Games Week, this was fucking phenomenal. Yes, for a Paris Games yeah. Week. With, as the, far as with like, the hype of this is E3 part two. Right. Yeah, this makes it yeah. this is like a a pretty good E3 conference. Yeah. And to be fair, their E3 conference was a pretty good E3 conference. Yeah, if you take the best of both worlds, Hannah Montana style, smash them together, squeeze in the middle like the Chips Ahoy commercial, smack dab in the middle, boom. Makes one really, really great conference. A lot of repetition between the conferences, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. I mean, to be, I'm saying that doesn't mean I, I didn't like it. There was some really good stuff shown. And we'll kind of, as we get into there it, was. talk about some other things that we so much in the pre-show. Did not like. Yeah, there was a lot in the pre-show. Actually, there were some games I was more excited about in the pre-show. Yeah. A, like, there was the, the big game, which we'll talk about, Last of Us Part Two. That's like the highlight ultimately, but I know that's not coming for a long time, so yeah. it's hard to be like super, super amped about it. But I was more excited about the things shown in the pre-show than it was during the actual show. Let's start out. PlayStation originally said we are going to show off seven new game announcements mm-hmm. during the pre-show and regular show of this conference. Um, there were a lot more than seven games that I had never heard of in this whole thing. Yeah, well, they said seven huge games, like seven big games. Here's, so they also they threw some smaller ones at the in there very too. beginning of the pre-show. Here's what was printed in text on the screen: updates on 21 PS4 and VR games, seven new game announcements, 11 PSVR game updates. I don't know why mm-hmm. the 11 PSVR game updates is separate from the updates on 21 PS4 and VR games, but I enjoyed it because there was a shit ton of VR, and I want to put my <laughs> penis in VR. Well, why don't? Let's start with VR then, because I think you're going to have a lot more to say about VR than I am. I kind of want to just of... go chronologically if we can. Straight down the I don't list. have a list in order oh, chronological, so we'll, we'll, you lead this notes, then and I'll just... Bruh. I took notes. <laughs> right off the bat, this is one of the most exciting things that I saw come out of it, was Guacamelee 2 was announced. Yes. Yes, Did you absolutely. play Guacamelee Uno? I played a little bit of it, oh, but it was it was kind of I was at a friend's house. We we're playing it. It was really fun. It was kind of like a really quirky, wacky Mexican themed Metroid style game. Yeah, it, it was, was really fun. One of my favorite platformers that's come out in probably the last seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it on Vita, and, but then it eventually came to everything, and I love that Drinkbox is supporting everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming to PS4 and, in 2018. Yes, and they haven't mentioned for their consoles, probably because they announced this at a Sony event. They're not going to put, like, a Nintendo Switch, an Xbox yeah. One, and PC logo up there. Well, you but know, it will probably come to those systems as well. They didn't Guacamelee, say it exclusive. Well, Guacamelee and um, Severed were both PlayStation exclusive for a while, and then they yeah. eventually came to other platforms. But So I, mm-hmm. I assume that it will launch exclusively on PS4, because Drinkbox likes sure. to support PlayStation. Yeah. 
It's going to be co-op this time. I know. Well. Four-player co-op. Four chickens on the screen at once. <laughs> God, that game's great. I love the Luchador art style. So that was one of my favorite things. Next up, mm -hmm. this one was pretty interesting. The Hong Kong Massacre. Yes, this is actually a highlight for me. Yeah? This looks good, yeah. Go on, go so on. So it's, it's a, it's a top-down shooter game, but it reminded me a lot of max Payne. even though max Payne isn't a top down it had a lot of the same like slow-mo and kind of jumping around and shooting your guns kind of thing yeah. it looks really cool and the art style is fantastic yeah it everything is, it, is it top looks down. really good it kind of reminds me of a realistic kind of like balls to the wall hotline miami yeah absolutely it kind of absolutely. looks like a, it looks to me like it'll control like a twin six shooter yeah that's exactly the vibe i got too yeah, yeah. But yeah, it looks cool as shit, but it looks like there's so much shooting and crazy shit going on the entire time that mm -hmm. it's it it looks cool. I'm interested. Absolutely. And those games can get hectic. I don't have a lot of experience with the top-down shooters. I think the most recent one I did, which isn't a top-down shooter, but it's still a top-down style, was uh, Mr. Shifty. Yeah. And I loved playing that so much that I'm kind of looking forward to another top-down game like that. Yeah, but I yeah, don't yeah. really like... I'm not a big fan of the Hot Miami or uh, um, what is it? Um, Retro City Rampage, those kind of games. I don't like the art style that too much really? against the games themselves yeah i don't, I don't, don't like, like the too art. much but this because it looks so realistic and i feel like it's a more realistic looking environment you're jumping over the tables and like that kind of stuff it just looks cool it i'm looks not a big fun. fan of hotline mammy because of the puzzle elements like every every room or every house is a, a puzzle that you have to solve i'm gonna go in here shoot this guy and then that guy's gonna wake up and i'm gonna have to do this i'm not a puzzle guy so i love puzzles anyway we'll, but we'll hotline is not what we're talking about hong kong massacre it looks looks gorgeous yeah, it does. Very, very good. Next up was a game that was super meh looking to me, and that is The Gardens Between. <laughs> I was just going to say, I like puzzles, so I'm excited about The Gardens Between. <laughs> <laughs> so this game is essentially, it's a puzzle-style game, and you're walking, um, it's a 3D like island you're on, but you kind of have like, a side profile of it as you're scrolling around it, yeah. and you control time as your puzzle element. They didn't really show that much of it, so I, I can't say, like, yeah, I'm unbelievably excited for this game, but it did... It looked like there's some things there that could be fun. Yeah. So I'm curious. They described it as a single-player experience, narrative-driven puzzle game. I'm all for the narrative-driven okay. part, but the rest of it just seemed kind of... I don't know. It wasn't a good trailer. It wasn't a good trailer. I will give the you that. The trailer itself, like, the music was really slow and boring and not, like, in that nice, cool journey way, but in, like, a... Um... I don't know if we should care about this game or not. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, um, I don't have much to say about it because they didn't show anything. Yeah. But it, that's if late I saw more, I it looked good release good. dates. Big overall note, I'm kind of bummed at how few release dates we got. Yeah, I think that was our, our biggest, both of us were kind of saying going into this, oh, E3 Part 2, they showed us the games, now they're showing us more of those games with release dates, and yep. they didn't really yep. show us that much of that. We'll we'll get to that on a per-game basis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loco Roco 2 Remastered, coming out December yeah. 9th. That's my dad's birthday! It's for his birthday. It's for his birthday. Did you Day play Loco Roco? No, I did not. That was a PSP game, wasn't it? Yeah. PSP? Okay. Uh, Sims 4, coming to PlayStation 4 with a bunch of free content packs on November 17th. That was shown There's, next. Did, how long ago did Sims 4 even come out, the original one? I feel one? like it was like four or five years ago. It feels like longer. Those Sims games took around forever. And I keep thinking, like, do people still play those? But they sell really well whenever they come out. They do. And it's 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 a different type of person that plays Sims games. Like... September 2nd, 2014 is when it came out. Oh, I was close. Closer than you because you didn't give a date, so I said four <laughs> years ago. And then 
in probably the least exciting part of the conference for me, Tennis World Tour. Oh, this was my most anticipated game. I love sports games. (laughs) Not only is it a sports game, but it's a tennis sports game, which is already boring. And then it's not even like an arcadey tennis game. It's a sim style. So it's like... Does it use the motion controllers or is it just using control sticks? No, I'm sure it's control sticks. Like MLB The Show. Yeah. Although that game can be pretty fun. I want to play a realistic simulated sports game where they make you go out in a field and play the game (laughs) (laughs) that sounds awful that's simulation uh next they jumped into a big psvr chunk what was cool is that they mentioned there was already more than 100 games for psvr right now Mm -hmm. which was actually surprising me because it's been only a year and there are already 100 games out on it pretty cool yeah uh they showed a very short cinematic trailer for megalith coming to psvr in 2018 yeah, I actually didn't really watch much of the VR stuff at all, so no. I don't have much insight here. But there this was is, one game in particular I saw a trailer for, and I thought it was funny. This one is uh, you're, it's a monster. They're titans. They're like long yeah. ago, there were titans, and they all fought to become a god. So you control these cool-looking monster-like titans, and apparently it's a hero shooter. So mm. that could be that could be interesting. A That's VR new. Hero shooter. Yeah, never seen. Any, actually, this is I think this might be the first hero shooter in VR at least. Yeah, the only thing I can come. I mean, there's like an arena shooter. It's not hero shooter, but it's an arena shooter in uh, mm-hmm. with rigs, which I did not like too much. Yeah, uh, there was not much fanfare when that came out. Next one that looked kind of boring to me, Bow to Blood, PSVR 2018. <laughs> just airship Oh, I think another one, yeah. Yeah, I, there, there's another Blood one, too, that I thought looked really funny. Um, Ultra Wings VR just looked like a little kitty, simple airplane game, shoot balloons, fly through some rings, coming in 2018. VR games are like the mobile games of the console, kind of. They're just these really small experiences. Well, some of them are. I feel like most of them don't look interesting. I to feel me. like it's like Wii, where a lot of it's like kitty shovelware, and then there's mm-hmm. a couple like stand. Like, oh, really VR is this new hot thing now. People are going to want to play games on that. Let's release something. This yeah. looks good. Yeah. This one I'm interested in. Sprint Vector, PSVR in 2018, mm-hmm. and this is a super fast-paced sprinting game so it's not like you're racing <laughs> it sounds so nauseating you're, it's but it <laughs> it's looks a very cool. fast a paced of... vr game <laughs> <laughs> it's a an obstacle course kind of like you're jumping everywhere it's very like is it like really is it like a mirror's edge kind of thing where it's first person and you're it doesn't look like it okay from the trailer they showed i couldn't tell if it was gameplay or if it was like a cinematic thing but it, i don't i don't know it doesn't look like it's mm-hmm. first person Moss, uh, they showed a little bit of combat for Moss. That's the one with the little mouse that you're controlling mm-hmm. in VR. Coming in February 2018. Ooh. And what's My cool, favorite month of my favorite are, year. It's because it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what seemed cool is that you are controlling it with... You're controlling the environment and like pulling on puzzles and things like that with the DualShock, but then you're using the analog Wait sticks to control the mouse. Did you just use the word? Did Chad Innes just use the words "cool" and "puzzle" in the same no, sentence? But that Chad doesn't Michael sound Innes, like you. Three names. Stage name is three names. Chad Michael Innes when you refer to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's right because we are live at what theater again? I don't remember what theater. No right one now. calls Neil Patrick Harris Neil Harris. Okay. <laughs> that's disgusting. That is a really funny to think about. Actually, hey Neil Harris, how's it going? Nope, that's a different Neil Harris. Person. I loved you and how you met your mother. That guy's a shitbag who got picked on in high school. If your name is Neil Harris, I'm sorry, you're great. Uh, do you remember at E3, the Star Child game, where it actually kind of looks like a scene Star out Child of... Star Child from 2001 A Space Odyssey? No. 
It, no, but it looks I, like I Child, the though. scene from Blade Runner where Ryan Gosling is walking on the bridge by himself and then the giant naked anime girl reaches oh, out to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this yeah. one is in VR, and it, instead of being that giant naked girl, it was uh, Her name is a Joy. big, weird, like, titan robot, whatever. That giant naked woman has a name, and it's Joy. Nice. So Star Child was mm-hmm. another cinematic trailer was shown, and I still have no idea what that game is. Which one again? Sorry, I missed you. Star Child. Oh yeah, Sorry. I miss you. I thought you, said another, I thought you said another game for a second. That's coming to PSVR in 2018. Mm-hmm. Lots of just general 2018 is 2018 things. Um, yeah, that's, that was the vibe of the whole conference. Is 2018. Speaking of not coming in 2018, on December 12, 2017, free Ooh. Chris Redfield DLC, Not a Hero, coming out compatible with PSVR, which is exciting to hear because the Resident Evil 7 DLC so far has been hit or miss whether or not you can play it in VR. That's so the whole Redfield. point of that game is it's all in VR. <laughs> and you can be that guy with those big strong muscles and punch the shit out of these fucking tar monsters instead of shooting them. Mm. This one looks dumb, but I'm sure it's fun in the same way Job Simulator is. Dead Hungry. Did you see this one? No, I didn't. I only saw one VR game. We need to get to it because I have some This one on it. is it's a VR game and you are on a food truck. And there's just a bunch of zombies making their way to the food truck, and you have to like make hamburgers and throw them at them. Oh, that sounds and then awesome! They eat the hamburgers, and the the burgers, the food you're giving them is slowly healing them, and turning them so not into zombies. So that, in a way, kind of sounds like Overcooked in VR. Uh, kind you're of a little bit. Food, really quickly. That sounds kind of fun, actually. A little bit. And it's from uh, Pixel Junk guys. What else do they do? That comes out that today on Halloween. It's Halloween. Oh. That's right. It's a special Halloween episode. Now, this one, also coming out today, looks super cool. Stifled. Mm-hmm. Did you see this one? I, I heard the name. I did not look into you this one. You should look at a trailer. I'm going to talk right now, and I'm going to let you go into Safari on your MacBook. Hopefully, it doesn't crash your GarageBand and FaceTime already running because you have a baby MacBook. No, I'll use my phone. Stifled is a game all about like echolocation. So the world by itself is just completely dark. It's black. And then you, like, shout or you throw a tin can. And then I'm watching it silently, that, but I'm watching yeah. it right now. When you, when you do that, it kind of does a little ripple effect and you can see what's in front of you. But it's like this really uh, basic line art, but it's also a yeah. horror game. And it looks like it's going to scare the shit out of me. I like that. So that looks really cool. Comes out today on Halloweener. There was a game very similar to this that came out uh, called Perception or something like that. So they're the like, same guys who made Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of uh, similar Bioshock. to this, but apparently that game was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I heard it wasn't very good. Yeah, very simple graphics, but that I think it's going to kind of work in its favor. Yeah, I think that's, that's going to cool be looking. very this cool. Looks very similar cool. to, like, uh, fuck, what was the name of that game? It kind of fades up, so you kind of, like, it, I'm not sure what's really happening because I can't hear anything, but you're kind of, like, tapping a stick, it looks like, or something like that, to, like, b- build the sound. Right. And, and then you're, just, like, a, you're just, like... And then, it is it worth the room and it disappears. If I do this sound and they see and I can see, that also then attracts enemies to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool. What's the name of the game? It's like a vector-based game-looking stuff on that was like a Dreamcast remake for PSVR. Oh, and it's um, all about you're a sperm traveling to the egg to make a baby. What is the name of that game? I know this. There's a launch title. Yeah, and it was supposed to be very good, too. You played a little bit of the demo, I think. Yeah, I did. Damn I it. And there's a lot of particle uh, effects. I'm looking it up PSVR right now. Because I, I know this game. I did like Dreamcast. it. Dreamcast. Go Google. Oh, I said Paver. 
Oh, man. All right, you look it up. I'll continue to go because I'm the one who took notes like an adult. <laughs> there is um, League of War coming out on November 7th for PSVR. This one is kind of like a, a tabletop tank RTS game almost where it's like you and another player opposite each other on a table and you like pick up a tank, put it down on the field, and then it travels forward and shoots shit. Not real big into PS or into uh, RTSs, so I'm not super excited about that. But what I do like about the game is it has multiplayer. Res, Res, Res Infinite. Infinite, yes. So the art style looks a little similar to like a simplified version of their vector. Yes, graphics. it's a black and white version of Res Infinite without all the psychedelic stuff. Yeah. Um, so League of War has multiplayer with non-VR couch co-op. So you can be in VR, picking up your tanks, putting them on the table, and then the person can be sitting next to you looking at the social screen playing against you on the other side so that's cool and i wish there were more vr things like that they've like asymmetric gameplay that's cool it's not asymmetric what's the term there there was a asymmetric a is like no, no, i know, I know. Ace... where i'm gonna put down a word yeah, 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 and no, I got 10 you, I got years you. later you'll put down a word no there was a there's a term for for this it's like multiplayer but you have different experiences i don't know it doesn't matter we'll it's similar going. to like friday the 13th or that did look fun or um evolve yeah, that game didn't do very well. No, it did not. Okay, because next of microtransactions, up. actually. Seriously. Well, that and also it's hard to get five expert players together who are like, each one has their own specialized niche because you have you can't just be a trapper in that game. You have to be the best fucking trapper and then everyone has to have their own specialization and then you got to get those five same people. It's stupid. I never played it, but it's stupid. <laughs> um... Next up, they just went into a little bit of Final Fantasy thing. So Final Fantasy 15, Monster of the Deep is a standalone game. So it's a standalone VR fishing game. November 21st. Ooh, standalone fishing game. Yeah, they also were Let's like... Let's take the best part of this RPG and make it its own game. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, it's Happy Home Designer Animal Crossing iOS edition. <laughs> um, hey, Happy Home Designer is nothing like the Animal Crossing. You're an Animal Crossing. I am an Animal Crossing. I like that game. They also said like you can actually sit around the campsite and like take food off of Noctis's plate. And then he says, no, stop it. It's like, okay, whatever. I'm not getting this. <laughs> That's a feature of your game. That's hysterical. <laughs> yep. Final Fantasy 15 episode Ignis, which actually looks pretty badass, coming out December 13th. And there's a guest composer for that episode, the same guy who did the music for Chrono Trigger. Oh. Um, I heard that's a game. That's good. Now, here's a game that I am going to get day one it comes out called Invector. This one okay. is a PSVR game and on PS4. And it looks, it's a rhythm game with, a, and you're flying a spaceship, but it looks like it has gameplay very similar to Thumper, but in like a neon light psychedelic type thing. Mm -hmm. So obviously, I s spent so much of my life on Thumper for a while, and this is going to take me by storm as well. And that was, I think, the end of the VR stuff. I have one more game on VR. That oh, Blood no. Blood and Truth Yeah, game. Blood and Truth. That one they did a little bit later. I thought that... That one kind of looks cool. So I'm confused by it. If it is, I can go anywhere and I can walk around, it's cool. I got the vibe it's on rails. Really? I didn't get that vibe from the I trailer. got this vibe that it's on rails, yeah. I got the vibe that it was like, you could do like a stealth vr shooter type thing like hitman or splinter cell but also it had a little bit of james bond elements with some of the the firefights and mm -hmm. i don't know it looked pretty pretty cool to me we'll see there's something away about the way that he was moving forward and enemies were shooting at him that reminded me like of a house of the dead 
and how like just enemies kind of just pop up and you start shooting them i don't know why gotcha. so i want to see more of that game but there's one point in the trailer that i thought was hysterically stupid and that's at the end of the, of the trailer he takes off his vr headset and he's like oh man like i made it out of that and then he pulls a bullet out of his vr headset and he's like was that real <laughs> like, did that really happen not so virtual reality. Not so It was so really, virtual. it was so corny. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, you pulled that, that out of your ass in the middle of the PlayStation Media Showcase. Holden, we're still talking about pre-show right now. I didn't, I didn't put my notes in order, man. Did you just stop watching the pre-show when the VR stuff came up? Because if so, no, you I missed just was... a really cool looking game. Oh, I'm sorry then. O-Ray? Did you see O-Ray? O-Ray. No, I didn't. This one is out today on PS4. Actually, it came out Ooh. yesterday. Um, it is a game that looks and sounds very much like Journey or something from that game company. It gives me mm-hmm. huge Journey and uh, like Abzu vibes. But it's a game where you basically you jump up into the sky, you turn into like a Chinese dragon, and you're tracking down these giant um, mechanical beasts in the sky. And you're like, there are a bunch of mechanical beasts that have stopped working, and then you are like doing little things on them to make them work again and they stole that from breath of the wild that's the plot of breath of the wild no they didn't breath of the wild (laughs) shut up this is a playstation media showcase episode it's not even a full episode it's a little breakout goddamn and then they ended it with i didn't bring up animal crossing earlier that was woman (laughs) spelunky 2 on ps4 was the last game they yes uh i think i played like 10 minutes of spelunky one and i said this game's not for me but i can appreciate it it looked fun. I never played it, but I, I wanted to play it. It's kind of off my to-do list of games. But oh, if this one's coming out, I'll probably just play that one. This is going to be a PS4 timed exclusive, and then it's going to come to PC after after that. I don't think it came to anything else besides PC and PS4 before. It came to iOS, didn't it? No, I don't think so. I'm looking it up right now. Mm, I could nice. be wrong, but I don't think so. Okay, next big surprise. Starting the showcase. That was all just pre-show. Like they mm-hmm. should have. Like that was a lot of big shit. But then they yeah, start the pre-show is a show. Why don't know, you just call right? it the show? Like it's yeah, it's kind of confusing because the term pre-show has the connotation of eh, it's not going to be as interesting. It's just going to be the people show talking and predicting what they're going to do in the actual show when they already know, yeah. but they can't say it because they work for Sony. That um, is true. I never thought about it. they are. They do already know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, PlayStation Media Showcase started proper and it kicked off with a kick-ass new game, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. By Sucker Punch. So this is what they've been working on since Infamous Second Son came out. And it is a And this looks a lot game. better. It looks... Uh, I mean, yeah, Second Son played really well and was beautiful. But, I mean, the story was just meh. But yeah, this didn't give us, of course, any kind of gameplay or anything like that. It was a lot of cinematic stuff. But, man, I'm so fucking excited for there a really There were cool a Samurai few game. quick shots that I'm like, oh, that's definitely gameplay. Yeah. It seems to be a third-person action game, which yeah. doesn't surprise me because that's what they usually make. But it is... And Spelunky's not on iOS. Just looked it up. Maybe it's on Android. I don't know. But... On Android. The... It, I mean, obviously, every single game show you see has enhanced visuals than what you're going to see. Yep when it comes out but it was so gorgeous yeah. it looks so good especially the facial animations yep were among the best minus another game we saw yep 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 in this yep. conference we'll get to really really impressive looking though i'm really curious to see what this is going to be it seems like there's going to be some sort of gameplay element of like kind of being stealthy 
by using you have like this little like um little mask you kind of put on to cover up from your nose down yeah and when he put that on in the trailer he went from like having like, fire surrounding him he put it on then it was kind of cold all of a sudden so what if it's going to be some sort of like mechanics change depending on what kind of mode you're in almost and we know that sucker punch is really good at stealth because they also made sly cooper so they, they did that's right <laughs> yeah those games were centered around stealth they were those were like the pinnacle of stealth action absolutely i mean it was like sly cooper and then metal gear solid metal gear solid metal gear said. solid metal metal metal, metal um gear. next up was a little playlink little advertisement that's you was mm-hmm. downloaded three million times to date which is cool because well it's free so obviously and but mm-hmm. we played that once with uh, josh osborne it was a pretty fun little yeah. game speaking of playlink i didn't realize this was out already but hidden agenda is out and I just saw that today, and I downloaded it. So hopefully, I won't have it by next week because I'm trying to play it with Jesse and Tom, and Jesse's out of town mm-hmm. for a week. So hopefully, maybe two weeks from now, we'll have some impressions on that. Yeah. So PlayLink is the thing where you use your smartphones to control and kind of influence what's going on in the game. So that's cool. Um, Concrete Genie. What did you think of Concrete Genie? I don't think I saw that one. This is the one with the kid and the paintbrush and painting on all the walls while everyone picks on him. Tell me about this. Did you even this watch one. this thing? I watched like, the, the news coverage afterwards. I didn't oh, watch the actual event. Oh, Holden, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this game is coming in 2018, and you're, uh, it kind of gives me a lot of the movie that came out with the kid who sketches, and then Liam Neeson is the giant tree monster that like helps him fight against back against the bullies. When a monster calls. Or monster oh, calls or yeah. something like that. It kind of gave me those vibes. You're a kid walking around. He has this magic paintbrush, and he's like doing graffiti on the walls. Mm-hmm. And then there are kids who pick on him, and he cries, and then just does more graffiti. But yeah, it's probably not a game I'll play. Cool. You don't like painting games. Are you These kidding are puzzles, me? Usually, you don't like Splatoon. That's a painting game. That's not a painting game. That's a stupid game. I'm just kidding. I never played it. I played it at a Best Buy kiosk for number one on a Wii U game tablet, and I hated the Wii U game tablet. So, <laughs> um, Next up, they actually did show... Oh, this game looks cool as shit. This game is Erica. Did you see this one? Holden, <laughs> what the hell have you been doing for the last I've 24 had, hours? I've had homework and stuff to do. Oh, my God. Don't you know this is your career? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Erica is a new PlayLink game and it is like hyper realistic, incredible graphics. So there were there were honestly parts where I was watching it was like I can't tell if this is mixing in like legit video, like live action with the gameplay. The main character Erica looks absolutely stunning. I'm looking this up so right now. So you should look that up. Um, but it, it looks as if it's like a, a heavy rain type game where you guys all have your phones and you're kind of influencing her decisions and, uh, what's happening. It, it looks so freaking cool. You should Holy crap. Up. I just pulled it up right now. Like even the little thumbnail on the, on the YouTube video. Yeah. I, it looks I, like I, a photograph. I honestly, yeah, I can't tell whether it's live action or CG because there are parts of it. I'm like, Oh, that, that kind of looks CG. But, of course, since it's not, like, you have complete agency over the character, you're just kind of controlling the choices they make, they can do this. It looks fucking stunning. Yeah, this does look incredible. The lighting in particular. This yeah. is 
are you sure this is gameplay? I don't, I'm, yes, because they actually show, like, you making choices and things like that in it. It could be video still. They've done that before. I mean, I that's, know, what, it's, that's it's what Play Link is. Uncanny at, it's slightly uncanny at, at times, but there are times where you're like, that is a photograph. Yeah, but it's a Play Link game. That's what Play Link games are. You're not, you don't have agency over the character. You're just, like, tapping, yes, I want them to do this choice, or I want them to talk to this character Holy using your phone. Shit, even the eyes. The eyes is the hardest part to nail, and that's... Damn. Yeah. That's my notes. My notes were hyper-realistic, heavy rain-type game. Second note was cool as shit. And that's it. Yeah. That looks really interesting. Huh. No date on that, though. They had a um, a big, like, sizzle reel of PSVR games, many of which were already shown off in the pre-show. Blood and Truth we already talked about. Uh, they had a new trailer for Far Cry 5 coming out mm-hmm. February 27th. I think they've already announced that, though. Uh, expanded yeah, yeah. co-op, which is pretty cool, on PS4. I don't know if that was PS4 exclusive, because this was the section where he came out and he's like, now we're going to show you six games that have something, like something about them was playable best on PlayStation or only on PlayStation or something like that. So, like, they showed off specific things from destiny and monster hunter that were exclusive and see and yep. cod that was exclusive so i don't know if the expanded co-op is also exclusive to far cry 5 um on ps4 but yeah so they had they announced the new destiny dlc curse yes. of osiris curse of osiris well officially announced it leaked a while ago yeah. but december 5th yes i wrote down Cur- destiny 2 curse of osiris december 5th the only note is in all caps yes that's it <laughs> Did they announce anything about it? Like, what's, what's it going to have? Yeah, it's going to have a, a new storyline thing. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an exclusive uh, Crucible map for PS4. There is Ooh. going to be new strikes, new missions, new adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, new weapons. Some some powerful weapons from the previous game are coming over to this one as well through this DLC. But yeah. Osiris looks cool as shit. And I can't wait to play alongside him. So are you now more enticed to play Monster Hunter Worlds because Aloy is going to be in it? First of all, it's Aloy, you son of a Aloy. bitch. Play the fucking game. You told me not to. <laughs> you told me many times not um, to play it. No, actually, watching that trailer, I thought it looked worse the really? second time I saw it. I don't know what it was. Maybe the animation of some of the monsters or the – I don't know. It just looked like when I saw Monster Hunter World, the first reveal trailer at E3, I was like mm-hmm. – that looks really impressive. And then I saw it this time and was like, that looks like kind of an up PSP game. And not PSP as oh, in wow, like, okay. it looks bad, but like, well, not it, the animations and things like that. Like you don't have the AI, like the way that the feet were planted on the ground. It looks like, yeah, oh, I know this what is you mean. obviously like it, it looks good, but things don't attach very well together. Yeah. The, and the whole yeah. world doesn't mesh together. Well, the monsters and the world don't seem to interact at all. That's important for a game like that too. It's yeah. supposed to feel like this immersive place that you're you're in, and that you're part hunting this monster that is a I mean, part of that ecosystem. Yeah, the monster kind of and the, the world the should mesh. They're literally just one word apart from each other in the yeah. title. So, but but Aloy, Aloy, I got it right yeah, this time. On uh, on is that exciting for you? Plus, is that like more like ooh, I can't wait to play Aloy in this game? No, because I already have my Aloy fix coming up on November seventh. Absolutely, very exciting. I, this does kind of staple, though, that Aloy is now officially a main-tier character Oh yeah, for in the, in the PlayStation universe. Yep, she will be for a long time coming. Mm-hmm. 
in the place in the expanded universe, the yes. cinematic PlayStation universe. The beta <laughs> is coming to PlayStation Plus members on no, on December 9th. My dad's Sorry. birthday. Side note, I just realized, I just realized this right now. What? Something that Marvel invented the cinematic universe of yep. all these characters converging together for one thing. No, Nintendo did. Nope. Yeah, they did. Smash Bros, they all get together, all of them have their own separate games. You're right, comic books never existed before Nintendo did Smash Bros. Nope, they didn't. <laughs> I do kind of want them to make places in All-Stars again, though. I want them to have another go at that, because I think since then, they've had some new characters come up that'd be good to have. It won't happen. I really want them to. I would, I would buy it. But this is the Paris Games Week media showcase for PlayStation that we're discussing right now. I Next like up, they showed topic. Call that's of Duty World War II. Looks just as meh to me as it did before, but that's game just not of the my year. type of game. I'm just, Can't I hate, wait. I'm not into Call of Duty, and I particularly am still tired of World War II shooters from 15 years ago. So Yeah, I also, I'm the only thing I'm curious about is Infinite Warfare sales went down. Is that because, or not, is it, was it Infinite Warfare? Yeah, Infinite Warfare. I don't know. They is that because now. Infinite Warfare and Space just wasn't cool for people, or is it just people are done with Call of Duty because there are other games out there? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm, this will kind of tell us. I'm really hoping that we're done with Call of Duty. That notification really, you got really was really tired. Um, it's trending news from Reddit about politics. Oh, great. That sounds perfect for this. I'm glad you didn't put that in Do Not Disturb. Glad we know that now. Yeah. November 3rd is silent, Call of Duty actually. World War II. Did you know that? That's so soon. That's Friday. That's this week. Oh, really? Is it this Friday? Yeah. Ooh. Resistance DLC first on PlayStation 4 until Jan- on January 30th. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were talking about Resistance Fall of Man. I'm like, whoa, wait, when did the new game come out? And sounds like some better game coming out later on. Onrush 2018. I just wrote down Motorcycle Game. Must not have been too impressive because that's all I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Battlefront 2. They showed off another short little trailer but didn't announce anything exclusive or anything new for it. But it was a pretty cool looking trailer. That's just one of those games that will just be at every single gaming event because people want to see more of it. Right. Also, Star Wars. So yeah, it's Star Wars, exactly. Um, Spider Man 2018. Yeah, let's talk about this. Woo! I think the official title now they had the screen. I think it's just now called Marvel Spider Man. Yeah, Marvel Spider Man. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I, the more I see of it, the more I kind of amped I get about it. I'm yep. still not at the huge hype everyone else is, but I'm definitely gonna get this. And it wasn't the trailer that got me. It was some of the news stories afterwards talking about the game that got me excited about it yeah but let's talk about the trailer first because that was a good trailer i wrote down cinematic as fuck this game yes. looks like it's gonna you're gonna be playing one really badass cool action movie absolutely yeah and there's also one thing that surprised me you're not just playing as peter parker or spider-man you'll play as peter parker sometimes without the spider-man outfit yep. you'll also play as mary jane yep you and that's really as I'm a curious. joint yeah, <laughs> I was I was driving today and there was one of the, the license plate was MJ and I'm like that guy smokes pot. There's yep. no way he doesn't. Uh, anyway, or they're just a really big Mary Jane fan from Spider Man, possibly, or or that. But considering they're tinted license, they're probably not. Mm, yep, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, the important thing is it looks really it looks really really solid. They finally kind of showed some of the villains are going to be in this, and they said it's just a small tease what's going to be there. So we saw uh, Mister Negative, we saw yep. Henry Fisk. And we saw um, uh, Norman Osborn, who is the mayor of New York City, so which was interesting. Fisk for like their super like super villain name. Fisk is Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. Harry Osborn, Green Goblin. Yep. Uh, Mister Negative. That's his. That's his name, right? That's just. Is he Norman Osborn? Wait, did you, which one is in it? Harry or Norman? Because Harry is. Norman is his dad. 
And yes. I'm pretty sure that and because Norman was the first Green Goblin. Green Goblin is Norman Osborn, and it, is it Hobgoblin? Is not Hobgoblin. What's his name? I think they're unrelated. Hobgoblin and Green Goblin, I think, are unrelated. Yes. Oh, Hobgoblin's from like Harry Potter or something like that. No, Hobgoblin um, is an, is a villain, and he throws the pumpkin things at people. Yeah, but I think that's that's Harry Osborn, isn't it? That's like I think Harry Osborn back. takes over as Green Goblin. Let's look it up. I thought he like did his own thing. Yeah, I, I'm not too inclined on the or too um, involved in the cinematic universe of Spider-Man. Hob Harry Goblin. Osborn, second incarnation of the Green. Notable aliases: Green Goblin, New Goblin, American Son, Harry Lyman, Patrioteer. No Hobgoblin. Told you they're two yeah. different people. Okay, well it is Norman Osborn in the trailer. It's Norman. Okay, so why are we even talking about Harry? Yeah, I, I, because he because he came up. Harry um, took care of it. <laughs> uh, it's a great movie. Um, so, good. so yeah, so I don't think Norman's ever been the mayor of New York City before. That was interesting to me. He's usually the scientist at Oscorp, mm-hmm. but not in this case. So I'm curious what kind of happens there. It's also interesting we have a villain as the mayor of New York City if they treat him as a villain, which I'm sure they will. Yeah, yeah, cool. So that's cool. cool. So Spider-Man but looks the, good as shit. 2018. T- yeah. I really want... This is one game where I really wanted a release date on. Very oh, curious. I, I was expecting a release that. date on things like God of War and things like that before we saw Spider-Man's release yeah. date. But Well, they said, though, that in... Did they mention the 2018 release window at E3? I For think they game? did. For Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Yeah, they had 2018 on, in the trailer. Yeah, so they said that anything that was mentioned as 2018 was an early 2018 game. I think that was for the first half of E3 they said that in June. Okay. Did they say that so about this conference that. as well? No, uh, at E3 they said that. So yeah. they showed the 2018 it did, it date It did not say E3. 2018 at E3, I don't think. In okay, that's what I was trailer. asking, yeah. Okay. It did so, say it in this trailer, though. Probably late 2018 then. Anyway, I kind of wanted more information on that. Um, some news stories afterwards, though, that are pretty interesting. One, uh, I can't remember who it was. Some reporter kind of pushed and said, hey, you haven't shown much of the open world yet. And they said, yeah, we're going to show that. It's not that there's nothing to show there. There's no conspiracy. It's great. We'll tell you about it later on. But what they did emphasize is that you're not going to start off this game with limited powers. You're going to start off as Spider-Man. Yep. So there's not going to be like a Metroid Prime thing where you lose your abilities at the beginning of the game. We have to get them back again. No, you're Spider-Man. You, you're 23 years old, so you've been Spider-Man for a while now. Yeah, I think it's like six and, years you've been doing this already. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So that's cool. That yep. means you, just, you can get right into the game and just start doing whatever. Yep. Flying around the city, having a good time. Next up, they showed a trailer for what was the biggest turnaround for me. I already was kind of on board with Detroit Become Human. But this okay. gameplay trailer that they just showed made this easily my most anticipated game. I mixed on it. Really? Yeah, So, but not because not it looked bad. So it, the trailer itself was really cool. It finally kind of showed... The other trailers kind of showed your decision-making and the differences it can make, but right. none of them were really dynamic. It's like, you did shoot the guy, or you didn't shoot the guy. But this one is, you are a robot in a home where the father is abusive to the daughter, and it's like, do you protect the daughter? Do you not protect the daughter? And what are the different outcomes? And there were to ranging from like, you just let the dad beat his daughter, which yeah, is he's, really he says, up. don't move. And then you see yeah. the robot struggling, like, I want to move and go save the daughter, but I yeah. can't move because he told me I can't move and I'm a robot and I have to obey him. Yeah. Um, to killing the guy, to or letting the girl Alice kill the guy, to running away and escaping with the girl. So it was, it was kind of cool, like, oh, okay, those are drastically different options that will 
have a much more dynamic play in the story and kind of how it moves forward. But then yeah. again, what is the story of this game? Because every single trailer we've seen has been completely different. One was a detective. Been, yeah, very different. One is like a resistance fighter, and one is like a, a um a, like a maid robot helping out in a home. They're very different. Like, you didn't play Heavy Rain, but Heavy Rain is basically it's the same case of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. From yeah. you play as like I think it's five different characters from their points of view, and they're all yeah. like. One of them is the dad of the kid that's gone missing. Mm-hmm. One of them is a detective. One of them is works for the FBI. One of them is totally so, get that. Yeah, and one yeah. is a reporter. So you play from all these different perspectives, and they have like their own different things that they're going through. And then at the very end, they all kind of converge. And I have a feeling this is going to be but, several different androids in different scenarios, and each of them gaining their independence and realizing I'm okay. not going to be a slave anymore. I mean, the the title Those... is become human. Yeah, those those um, which we'll call it in Heavy Rain, it was more apparent that like all these stories related to that murder, uh, the serial killer in some way. So like, I understood right. that from like the marketing and all that. This seems a little bit more like are these just individual vignettes? Like what are they going to be? I think it's going to be the all I think of you these. Got, yeah, they. This is how converge, each one of them sure, starts, hoping, yeah. and yeah. then once the movement picks up, they'll all converge and be like, "Hey, yeah. I know you started this movement in this city. You start well, it's all in mm-hmm. Detroit, but." In this part of town, this part of town, and then they all were like, we're all uprising. Let's get work together. Yeah, I'm definitely excited though because the decisions seem really interesting, and yeah. they do seem like they have consequence. Which I never played Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls. Apparently, those games had kind of consequences, but like even playing like Mass Effect, like those kind of games never really had like different choices led made a reporter not talk to you or something like that. Like yeah. nothing that was really impactful in the story in a really drastic way. Whereas I get the impression this is going to be. We will be talking about oh what happened at the ending of your game because yeah. mine was completely different. Like heavy rain, and, you have like twenty one different endings. Yeah, that you can get where some characters live, some don't. Sometimes but, you find the kid, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you know the serial killer. Like, I'm not even talking about like the ending is different, but like the third act might yeah. be different for for us, and that's a really cool concept to think about. Yeah, like my third act of the game could be completely different than yours. Yep. So we'll see. Very excited. So, I'm, I'm more excited for this for sure. Spring yeah. 28, my most anticipated game now. God of War. Woo! New gameplay trailer. Kind of showed off some cool things between him and his son. How when you're fighting mm-hmm. your son. It, it is much, of course, the camera's much tighter behind Kratos now. Um, yeah. It's still that third-person action, but now it's more like a traditional cover-based camera angle. Not cover-based in gameplay. Yeah. The same angle you'd see. No, I know what you mean. Like behind this, over, over the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the camera angle reminded me a lot of Dead Space. Yeah. It's very similar to the camera angle of Dead Space. Very different gameplay, of course. Yeah, And the kid is, like, calling out because you can't see behind you now where you could in a regular game of Thrones or God of War thing. So now you're, like, fighting and the kid's screaming out, behind you, something like we saw in Hellblade. Yeah. Behind you, Dad, or up above, things like that. I'm – so this trailer, to me, didn't really show enough to make it worthwhile. It was very, very short, and the vibe I got from it was, oh, okay, so the combat's – Pretty similar to what the combat has been in God of War games, but now the perspective has changed. Yeah, eh. I feel like they just needed an excuse to put the early 2018 up on the screen. Because I think it just said 2018 before at E3. Yeah. And now that they're like, hey, it's coming early 2018 now, and they can't just say it, because that's lackluster. they yeah. got to have something to show with it. But, yeah, yeah, I was still great. And this is a game, too. Really wanted a release date on this one. Yep. Early 2018, it's time to know what that release date is. Yep. So it's at least got to be after February because February games have release dates. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> but then that's somehow different than spring. Yeah, I think early early can mean June. 
yeah, I think God half of War of the year, yeah. I think we're gonna see God of War at one more E three, and it will be like God of War coming this week, kind of thing, like at E three. Yeah. It'll already have a release date announced by then, but it will be almost immediately after E three. That's my prediction. Although we don't have any like March release dates, uh, something. For some reason, I feel like God of War games usually came out in March. Hmm. Uh, Those seem like big, like fall blockbuster games, though, to me. Your blockbuster went under, though. (laughs) So, God of War. Yeah, you look it up. I'll talk about the next game. Yeah, because you probably know about the next game, and I probably do. And it is fucking great. So, Horizon Frozen Wilds got a new gameplay trailer. Woo! Fighting more than monster robots, dinosaurs. It's in the cold. That's about all we know. <clears throat> Still looks cool as shit. <laughs> Can't wait to play it. Comes out next week. Yeah, this is the kind of the only game that I think could get away with not really telling you much in terms of DLC. People are like, oh, more story for this game. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm signing up for that. Yep. People yep. are gonna be excited about because this that game. was the that was the whole thing. I mean, yeah, it had really smooth, cool gameplay, but the story was what was most impressive about that game. So yeah, anything else in that universe? Sign mm-hmm. me up. Why is it not easy to find the release date? Yeah, so the first game came out in March for God of War. The second one... Gotta go back to Google again. God of War 2 is in March as well. Yeah, I think these are March games. And God of War 3 was... March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we might be seeing this in March then. Early 2018, I have a pretty strong feeling that's going to be March. Then why haven't they talked about the release date? That's five months. Because they got a lot of February games in here that they got to pimp. Yeah, but I'm not going to be like, oh man, that game's coming out in February. Guess I'm not buying God of War because it's coming out a month later. No, but then if you're like, ooh, I'm going to spend 60 bucks on God of War, so I'm not going to drop money on a pre-order for whatever's coming out Yeah, but out they're not going to be like, it's March 1st, you guys. God of War comes out in three days no, they're but they're, they're banking on people pre-ordering right now. So they're going, out, oh, man, I know this is coming in February. Pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. And then March and release date comes out for God of War. And they're like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have put that money down on a pre-order. Although you can always cancel it. Who the fuck knows? I don't yeah. know. I'm not They can get those $5 pre-orders. $5 foot long. Next up was the penultimate game of the conference. Shadow of the Colossus got a new gameplay trailer fighting. Uh, I don't remember good. what number Colossus that was, but it's the one where it's the flying like dragon type thing. And then yeah, that was one of the ones on I did not fight. Um, but it looks very very cool. Because you didn't finish also, the game, or because you can't skip a Colossus in that game. I didn't finish the game. Okay, gotcha. I got halfway through, and then I was playing on PlayStation Now, which is streaming it, and gotcha. I'm like, it just it already kind of has clunky controls. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, isn't playing very well on PlayStation Now, so I stopped playing it. This, however, because I played enough to see the world of what the world has to offer. Yep. This is one of the first games I've seen that's like a remaster where I'm like, oh, this looks different, but in not in a bad way, but in like a the for so the Forester in initially in the beginning of the trailer. Yeah. Was so great looking. It was like a little bit of a fog kind of happening. Like it just looked really, really gorgeous. And I'm like, that wouldn't have been possible on a PS2. And it adds to the atmosphere of what I remember Shot of the Colossus being. Yep. It looks fantastic. And it, honestly, to the point where I'm like, this is a game that should have been released on PS4 the entire time. Yep. So February very, very 6th. curious about this. We get it February 6th. That's, That's 11 it. days Ooh. before my birthday! Happy birthday, Chad. Thanks. <laughs> and then finally, we wrap it up with 
the new game or not gameplay trailer, the new trailer for Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I'm sure it was in engine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because Naughty Dog doesn't do CGI cinematic trailers. But this game, this trailer, first of all, I can't believe games look this good. There were points watching it. I'm like, I'm just watching a movie right now. It just looked that good. And I remember when I, just before even Last of Us 2 was announced, I'm like, I really want them to do Last of Us 2 because with the power of the PS4, the lighting effects are going to be really eerie and really cool. And I, and I got that in this there's a campfire or not it's not a campfire it's like a car is burning uh, next to the scene so that's the only light source everything else is really dark around you and it's so atmospheric and eerie i absolutely loved it it's also just really brutally violent yeah just like the first game was and i at one point i covered my mouth i'm like oh shit like that just happened yep for those of you who are listening and not watching me on the facetime stream watching him he just covered his his nose like he was about to sneeze when he said, "Oh shit." Yeah, I was I was very. There's a visual element yeah. that you have to describe to element, audio yeah. listeners. <laughs> it's part of our Patreon that doesn't exist. Yep. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? I'm assuming you hated it. No, I fucking loved it, and I'm so <laughs> excited. And I don't want to hear anything else about this game until it's ready. Yeah, uh... I saw those clickers, and I was like, <gasps> I already started getting I'm stressed out. Glad... And I was like, Oh god. I'm glad they didn't really show them. They showed them like blurry in the background because I'm really curious to see what a clicker looks like now. Oh, I saw I saw some pretty good detail of that clicker as it was running out of those woods. But it wasn't. It was still blurry. Like you could see it was a clicker. Yeah. You could tell that, but you didn't see like you could see like pores on their skin and stuff. Yeah. And like the rain kind of hitting them and kind of being shiny on their skin. You didn't get that kind of close detail on a clicker, and that's what I want to see. Not that that would deter me from playing the game. I'm, I'm buying this game regardless. Like, now that Super Breath of the Wild's come out, now that Super Mario Odyssey's come out, this is, like, my next, like, oh, my God, this is the game to wait for. Well, you're going to be waiting a while. Yeah, they're showing a lot of this game for it not coming out for a long time. I don't know. I mean, we've only really seen Ellie playing the guitar and now this one CG, or not CG, but an engine, but it's not gameplay, cutscene. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can call that a lot. We still have no idea what the Well, how much about. of Uncharted 4 did we see before? I don't know. Your mom? That sounds like a reasonable amount of, my, of that. Yeah, I can't believe your mom was yet. in Uncharted 4. That's so fascinating. Yeah, I know. It was really incredible. And that they chose I mean, I can't only believe... to use her as the marketing. That's crazy. <laughs> it was teasing this love interest with Nathan Drake the whole time with my mom, and it just never happened in the game. It was really confusing. Yeah. I know. Nolan North <laughs> never showed up at your front door and said, Hi, Holden. I'm your new dad. <laughs> so last of us part two excited for it oh absolutely did you know it was last of us of all time did you know i could tell immediately by the music yep yeah same here watching i'm like yeah this feels like last of us this has that vibe oh okay cool also i mean look at the production quality that's obviously not a dog (laughs) so yeah well i'm excited for that's easily i think the best thing shown yeah at at the uh, event so yes, overall, amazing Paris Games Week conference. Mm-hmm. Again, makes for a, a pretty good E3 conference, but it wasn't E3. It was Paris Games Week, so we got extra. Yeah. Um, my kind of biggest takeaways were Guacamelee 2, super excite. Erica mm-hmm. for Playlink, super excite. Yeah. Of course, Detroit Become Human, Last of Us. 
I think the the game I got the suede the most on, even though I kind of said I was still kind of confused about some elements, was Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Just because seeing a lot of those, you know, dynamic scenarios kind of play out. And then Last of Us, I mean, it's, I can't say, I was already going to buy that game. I was already really interested in that game. So, of course, it stuck out to me for that reason. But I think those two games are the biggest highlights for me. And I'll, I never played Guacamelee, but I'll definitely try out Guacamelee too because I've heard such good things about it. Dude, so. we can both be chickens together. Yeah. We can be chickens together. Cooperatively. Was there anything at the event that you kind of were upset it wasn't there? No. No? I thought for Paris Games Week, they showed us a lot more than they should have. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. sounds like maybe you had something. Yeah, I, I want to see something from From Software. I'm getting very anxious about seeing what they have to show off now. Yeah, it's been a while. The last game they released was Dark Souls Three, which was April of last year, and they've said they've been working on three projects. Well, I mean, if it's going to be something PlayStation exclusive, we still have PSX coming up in yeah. like a month. Yeah, and as much as I want it to be Bloodborne Two, I don't think we'll ever get a Bloodborne Two. Yeah, which so. sucks because that game was fucking amazing. Yeah, I think that's the best PS4 game for me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it was. It was. It was a really good conference overall. I think they overhyped it a little bit by saying it's E3 Part Two. But I do think that it at least sends the message of, in future years to come, we are taking Paris Games Week more seriously. I don't know if that is what I the, the message they're trying to send. Because I think it's hit or miss depending no. on how much shit you have to show off. And I think this just happened to be... Because last year they didn't go yeah. at all. They didn't have a presence at all. But mm-hmm. this year, I, I think they just had a lot of shit. And they're like, well, we can't fit it all into E3. We even had a pre-show and we still couldn't I don't, fit it all see, in. I, the only reason I'll say no to that is that E3 didn't even have that much. There weren't many new games shown at E3. Most of it was regurgitating what had happened the previous year. If they really wanted to show Ghost of uh, um, Tsushima, they could have shown that at E3. Unless the trailer just was not ready and nowhere close to being ready. That's possible, too. But, I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it for our reactions to the PlayStation Media Showcase at Paris Games Week 2017 from Radio City Musical with Nassim Pedrad, Chad Michael Innes, <laughs> and Holden Depardo. Let us know your thoughts. Keep listening. Oh, shout out to Dane Deasy for letting us know this week's episode was broken so we could fix yeah. it. Sorry about that, guys. We fixed it. It's all fixed back up up there. Thanks to Chad. Chad fixed it. it. I do nothing. I fixed it. And by that, I mean I just took the audio and re-exported it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Listen to us next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.